Welcome to the Humble Pie Podcast. This is the podcast that is life admin for your soul. My name is Teresa. And I'm Mush. And we are your hosts. Hello everyone and thanks for joining us once again for the Humble Pie Podcast. We have missed you. Um, We were away last week. Yeah. Mm. So we're, we're back again. Back like we never left. Yes. The new one. I hope your weeks were all good, that yeah. you enjoyed the bank holiday weekend. It wasn't exactly... I don't know, it went past so quickly, it didn't it? It has flown by. But I'm so thankful for it, because it's one of those where it's like, oh, I needed this Monday off, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it has gone by so quickly. Speaking of, happy birthday, Mush! Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So it was nice to celebrate your birthday as well. God yeah. has blessed you with another year of he life. Has. Yes. Can't take these things for granted, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, like, it's very tempting. I don't know why it is, but something I've noticed, like... In our society, when it's your birthday, it's mixed feelings. Because on the one hand, you're like, yay, I'm alive. Let's woo, let's dance, let's celebrate. But on the other hand, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm alive another year. I'm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then, like, like even some of the birthday cards I was looking at in the shop, because I needed to buy my sister a birthday mm-hmm. card, they were, like, like kind of joking about, oh, you're getting older, don't be sad, drown yourself in wine. And it's like, <laughs> like the subliminal oh, what, the I'm stigma attached happy. to getting yeah, a bit older. I'm quite happy. Like, I didn't, you know, I'm still here. We're not ageist, but maybe save it for when you're getting to later life. Like when it's like your 80th birthday, then you can be giving those yeah, cards away. Yeah, it's like, okay, you're getting on a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's getting real now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but even then I was thinking about that verse, that's like, you're blessed if you live long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Long life, yeah. And I, God and God I bless do you. know some people who have died when they were teenagers, some people who died in their 20s. Jeez. So I'm like... Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> we thank God. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so uh, before we get into it, um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at podcast.humble.py. Yes. And you can email us at podcast.humble.py at gmail.com. And also, I want to add this in because even though it's on the Instagram page, some people haven't seen it yet, but I just want to add in where you can listen to this podcast. Ooh, yeah. So if there's only like one, like if you're listening on Spotify and you think we're only on Spotify, we are not. We are actually on SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Breaker Audio, Radio Public, and Overcast FM. I don't even know. Yeah. Like, there's several. So pause and listen to every single <laughs> one I said. Some might be easier to listen to, but I know most people have, like, um, Apple, Apple and Spotify, yeah, SoundCloud, yeah. so it's a lot easier to listen to on there. Yeah. And Anchor is pretty good as well because... It's online and all the episodes are there. You can yeah. just press on. And you don't need a um, you don't need a subscription. No, Africa. you can no, just, it's just a website. So it's a yeah, one. that's cool. So yeah, send us a message. Send us a DM. Let's have a conversation. Yes. So the way it works is we took we both pick two different Bible verses. We don't know what the other person is picking, and we pick the bible verse that conveys the topic that we have this week which is i am changed so today i chose ephesians 4 verses 20 to 29 and i am reading the new king james version 
So it says, but you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor working with his hands what is good, that he, he may have something to give him who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Amen. Amen. So, New King James, I probably read the NIV version because it's extremely yield English. It's not very easy to understand. It was like reading Shakespeare for a moment then. So, <laughs> let me read and read the like user-friendly version let's just call it that mm. okay so this is the niv yeah, version okay. new international version okay that whoever is not the way of life that however is not the way of life you learned when you heard about christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in jesus you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self which is being corruptful corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like god in true righteousness and holiness therefore each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor for we are all members of one body in your anger do not sin do not let the sun go down while you are still angry and do not give the devil a foothold Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Amen. Amen. So, um, I want to pick up from verse 22 you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put away your old self mm -hmm. so old self is human nature is sinning is deceitfulness is lies is sexual selfish. immorality yeah. selfishness yeah eating it all of those bad things that we have the okay, urge to do yeah, yeah they come naturally to you and you find a way to justify it somehow mm -hmm. so when hearing the word of God and hearing about Jesus, you're saying put away your old self, put all those things, let it die and live in Christ and be transformed by that, to be made new in the attitudes of your mind and to put on the new self created to be God, like God in true righteousness and holiness. Mm -hmm. So don't let, yeah, all those things that you know were wrong and all of those things that, you know you were doing and they were hurting people and affecting people you just yeah you just stop it and ask god to give you the strength mm. and that's how the change begins to put all of those old things away so yeah those things i wonder as well like 
It's something I've, I've recently been thinking about. It's so easy often to see those things in other people. Oh, but yes. We have to really pray to see them in ourselves. Yes. Because I feel like when, when you see it in yourself, one, you have more patience for other people because you're like, ah, oh, we're in the same boat. Mm. But two... Mm. That's how you know, okay, I actually need to change this. So true, actually. Because it's so easy to look at other people and be like, mm, you're a bit like this, you're a bit selfish, you're a bit this, you're a bit that, you're... But, like, yeah, I don't know why, for whatever reason, we just struggle to see those things in ourselves, even though they're very much there. I, I don't know, let me use a trivial, trivial example and be like, oh... <laughs> your mum was cooking in the kitchen and when she wasn't looking she said don't touch my stew and then when she wasn't looking you went and put your hand and took the biggest piece of meat and you ran away but then your friend told you that she went to let's say uh, M&S or something and then stole a chicken off the counter or whatever and then walked out the shop and you'd be like oh my gosh such and such is a yeah. thief. She went to the shop and stole this, 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 that. But meanwhile, your mum told you, get away from my stew when yeah. it's ready, whatever. But then when she wasn't looking, you went straight you in there yeah. and then did that. I know it's a very silly, trivial comparison, but in terms of being exactly what you yeah, said, that yeah. looking at someone else and not looking at, at yourself. yourself. I think yeah. that, like, in relation to the verse you just said about, like, I can't remember the exact phrasing, but it's something along the lines of, you know, anything that isn't good in you, like, get rid of that, like, take it off like a cloak, mm. like, take it off. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to pray so much for the grace of God to show us those things. Yes. Because it's painful when God shows you, like, oh, you know, sis, this is an issue. Yeah. That's painful. But what's worse is to move through the world with that issue and other people looking at you thinking, oh, she's not, you know, she does this, she does that, and you don't even know to take it off. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like lately I've been really going through a season where God has been like, yeah, this thing you do, no more. It's like, oh, okay. Ooh. Have I been doing that? Oh, okay. A bit awkward, but thanks for telling me. You know. Because that, as you were saying, that's how change really happens. Yeah. And then yeah. maybe when you start to do it in yourself and other people see you as well, being like, oh, I need to work on this, I'm going to change. They'll be like, hmm, what do I need to work on? And also, not that it's like a physical working or something that you have to do. Of course, you have to be um, looking at yourself introvertly, looking into yeah. yourself and working it out. But it says that created your new put on your new self created to be like god in true righteousness and holiness and that righteousness and holiness is god it is christ dying that god sees us through Mm -hmm. the sacrifice that he made that we are no longer slave to sin Mm -hmm. that we have been freed that we have been forgiven Mm -hmm. so we're able to walk freely also i want to make a point that um God understands that we do sin, but tells us to put away the sins of the flesh and walk in God-like righteousness. Mm. Um, so we're not condemned, but rather, and not held back by sin, but we're encouraged to change for the betterment of ourselves and those around us. Mm. So yeah, I just want to make that point mm. as well. Amen. Amen, amen. Okay, amen. so my verse, um, my verse actually comes from... It's, quite similar and surprisingly (laughs) my verse comes from Romans 12 Uh, I'm just going to read verses 1 to 
probably read verses one, one to eight. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I'm reading the NIV version, mm-hmm. and it says, "Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Mm-hmm. Do not conform to the pattern of this world." but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what what God's will is, his good, perfect, his good, pleasing and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body. Each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Amen. Um, I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, the main the main section of this, which I think relates to today's topic of I am changed, mm-hmm. is the do not conform. Verse 2, mm-hmm. do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But I wanted to keep reading because I also think it, it kind of talks about you know, what happens after you change. Yeah. You know, you have those gifts and yeah. you need to move in those gifts yeah. as well. Um, uh, but I think, I guess it was, you know, in Jesus' time, as relevant as it is today to not conform to the pattern of this world, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a really daily challenge because pattern of this world isn't obvious it's not like someone comes and says tick this box sign this form now you're conforming to the pattern <laughs> do you know what I mean it's not yes. it's not straightforward um, and it applies in so many everyday little things where your thinking starts to get adjusted so maybe yeah. you know you have your relationship with God and, and with Christ and that's important and you mm. understand you read the word mm. and things but then subtly something comes in and says yeah. oh actually Maybe it's all right to do this. Maybe it's okay to steal the odd thing. Whatever. The big corporations are stealing our tax anyway, right? <laughs> or maybe it's okay to lie. I'm, I'm saving that person having hurt feelings by lying to them, so I'm just going to lie anyway. Mm. Maybe it's okay to be jealous because everyone's jealous. I mean, is that not the point of Instagram? So, <laughs> so sorry, I'm saying such <laughs> Instagram lately. <laughs> maybe my feelings about it. Um, and... But all these things are subtle. Mm-hmm. They're subtle and they're so normal. Yes, they are. You know, like so. So yeah, that challenge of do not, do not perform to the patterns of it. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, and I think when you meet people whose minds who are on that journey of their mind being renewed, what a breath of fresh air they are. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, you know, I guess Jesus is the ultimate one of that like huge crowds have flocked to see him and hear him speak because his mind just wasn't on the world he wasn't like bogged down by the world he had this heavenly perspective on things Um, it's easy to be bogged down by the world as well Well, maybe in terms of provision as well like um, if you're looking to like I don't know live a certain lifestyle or something you feel like you need 
to keep up mm. with other people and mm. yeah that is hard that's yeah that, <laughs> that's something that's very worldly and it's so pressurizing as well and it's hard to not get on that train and be mm. with everybody else and be like no there's a hierarchy of achievement or mm. income or something like that and i need to be here and not anywhere else because the world the world says that i need to be at this level mm. and yeah it gets a bit crazy yeah it can um i guess though when you think of iron change mm. how, do, how would you say like your relationship with god with i am changed it's really been the whole thing of really trusting God completely and utterly mm. really dying to self in terms of self ambition and what I want to achieve and what I want to do and what I have been put onto this mm. earth it was always like I I I I need to have the answers to know what to take mm. the next step but then in terms of little things as let's say it's not really a little thing, but a job. Mm-hmm. So praying in a way that I'm asking God to bring glory to his name, mm-hmm. to place me in the right place, to give me favor and um, somewhere that he feels like he needs to put me. Mm-hmm. So I think my prayers have changed. So I'm asking God to fill me with his holy spirit to use me for his glory mm. yeah i think that's that's, that's where it's changing change. now a lot yeah well, and it's amazing i guess that's like you're getting more and more aligned with where he wants you to be as opposed to where you want yeah to be. and also Did walking you? in love as well so caring for people in a way that I don't think I usually would. <laughs> I know this is going to be crazy, but my friends joke and say that I have an icebox. Do you remember that song by Omarion? Oh, yeah. Icebox. Yeah. <laughs> my exactly. Yeah. Apparently, that's my anthem. I don't believe it, <laughs> but <laughs> apparently, that's my anthem. So, thawing this heart of ice and like extending my hand to other people and speaking. Like love and having patience that's an ongoing journey because mm. I have not reached there yet but it's yeah the first steps baby yeah, steps into yeah. it how do you feel do that you feel in the I transformation and the change wow it's a big one I was thinking about it I feel like um, probably I'd say particularly in the last 18 months mm-hmm. I feel like God has shown me a bit more of his heart for people. Mm-hmm. Similar to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. It's kind of made me a bit more patient. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least aware that I need to be more patient. I'm not naturally a very patient person. A lot of people don't believe that. But in my heart, I'm always like, oh, come on. Let's <laughs> get on with it. <laughs> um, but I've really learnt, one, to be patient with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I can see how patient God is with me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, if God can be patient, I can literally, I can, you know, if God can wait, <laughs> what can I say? Um, so I'd probably say that. I think also how it changed. I would say God has shown me, because in, in a lot of ways, I've pursued things I wanted. I was on Mashana's agenda. Mm. I wanted them. I 
worked really hard to go get this, go do that, have this, have that, and it just didn't work, right? So I was like, I want this relationship, so I found this particular guy, I wanted this particular job, so I wanted this salary, I wanted this goal, I wanted this, this, me, all my, mm-hmm. I want, I want, I want. Um, and, but I guess by God's grace, in a lot of ways, he let me have those things, only so I could see this isn't what I want. Yeah. This isn't actually um, uh, like a, a good space for me to be in. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to go into the details of yeah, why. Of course. <laughs> but um, so how have I changed? If I would just think, I just know and trust God more that He's become my safe space. Yeah. He's the only thing that is really constant yes. and like a genuine refuge. Yes. And any investment into my relationship with God is not a waste of time. Not at all. Because, um, you know, people can let you down. You can let yourself down. People get sick. People die. Jobs get lost. Houses burn down. I don't wish any of those things on anybody, obviously. No. But life will come for you, ready or not. <laughs> it will. And sometimes you have blessings and it'll be better than you can imagine. And sometimes it will be worse. But the thing that doesn't change, regardless of everything else, mm. is that God... There's like a very um, specific space in my heart that I know, like, He is the only one who's safe to put in the depths of my heart. There's nothing else that one is big enough to fill that space, mm-hmm. but two that is safe to put in that space. Um, this is so beautiful. Oh, <laughs> it's it's lovely. It's lovely. Yeah, God, I feel like God really... I feel like I was a bit of a lost sheep. I was running kind of... Maybe it's like on the edge of the flock, occasionally wandering off, then coming back, then wandering off. I feel like God went and got me and was like, next to me. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. And I'm like, thank you. Ditto for that. Ditto for that. Yeah, yeah. I was a sheep on the like sixth hill. Yeah, exactly. And the shepherd needed yeah, exactly. to cross. I can vaguely see you. I'm coming. I'm just going to have a little party here and then I'm coming, yeah? Like, yeah. For real. But um, I just when you said that i just want to share one one of the prayers that i was praying um this week in quiet time but it was yeah it stuck with me basically but the whole christ and god being your foundation so i was like father god i thank you that i can build my foundation in you and you're the one i trust so i I have built my house on you and you are the rock and you are the foundation and this world the storms will come the winds will blow everything will get blown around but father god because your foundation is there because you are there i will not be shaken i will not be moved because you are there with me and i was like i was stirred up when i was preaching that prayer. i was like preaching that sorry praying that prayer because i was stirred Amen. up i was like foundation is god and i'm changed i'm renewed and transformed in you use me for your will. i was like yeah before i start getting into it now but no just ask for god to change you because he can if you're tired of just the same cycles or you go through or the formula you thought you had is not working it's always going to pull you back to god if you if you're sick of doing it your way yeah. or you realize that your way isn't actually the right way or 
Yeah. When you get to that space where you're like, I've done everything I know how to do and it still isn't working. God is there waiting like, yeah, I know. Let's, let's do we try it my way. Because there is no way to build a house except on a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. And there are no stronger foundations mm-hmm. than God. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. okay so we've come to the life admin section of today's podcast and as this weekend was my birthday um me and my tony organized a birthday party for our friends and family to come to um and anybody who knows me knows i like nice places i'm a little bit bougie like (laughs) I feel God's working on it, but I'm still very okay with no, it. No, that doesn't need to change. Sorry. It doesn't need to work. Sorry. Thank you. Because I'm like a bougie that. advocate as oh, well. Cause... I used to fight it, but now I'm like, look, I like what I like. <laughs> like, you know, I like nice things. I just, mm, I like that little touch of finesse. Yes, that you little, know. You know. So, um, so then I was like, okay, obviously I need a nice location. Mm. Um, and my sister and I had a budget. Um, and I just don't believe in paying too much for things. I think mm-hmm. you can actually find really good quality without it being too expensive. Mm-hmm. If you look, if you ask questions, if you think outside the box. So um, today's life admin is about planning a party on a budget. <laughs> so my sister and I had our birthday party at a hotel in London. Um, it's quite a nice hotel. Mm-hmm. And a little trick for anybody who lives in a big city should know is when people travel into London mm-hmm. and they come and stay in London hotels, the last thing they want to do is stay in the hotel in the evening. Like they want to go out for dinner, they want to go visit Buckingham Palace and go to Westminster. And London's a city to go out into. Yes. Your hotel is kind of for breakfast. And just to lay your head yeah, for just real. To lay, exactly. So loads of these hotels. They do have nice restaurants and they do have nice bars, but they're often empty because the guests are out in London. So um, I actually did a performance at the hotel where we had our party. Did a performance there a couple of months ago and I was like, this is nice, what a vibe. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, yeah, I sent them an email and said, hey, you know, I performed and I really liked your bar area. Like, you know. Could, you, could I reserve some spaces? Mm-hmm. And I was kind of expecting them to be like, yeah, to reserve the bars, I'm going to cost you X hundred amount of pounds. And they were kind of like, yeah, that's completely fine. Like, there's a minimum spend yeah. per guest. Yeah. But as long as your guests buy one or two drinks each, which mm-hmm. I kind of assumed everyone would, mm-hmm. um, then essentially it's free. And it was nice. Right? And it, it was, was nice. It was, right? It was um, a great location. Yeah, really nice. And they let us have balloons and they reserved a whole area for us. And we had table service. Mm-hmm. We had our own waitress coming and taking orders. Um, we ordered some food, which wasn't cheap, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, we had a really nice kind of bougie birthday party. Um, a friend of ours made the cakes and she's made them Lovely cakes. Really good Lovely cakes. cakes. <laughs> Lovely cake. Sorry to say that it doesn't help you now that we were eating cake. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but they they were good. They were so good. Thank God. Um, And yeah, I got the balloons from the card factory. Yes. So they they were not cheap. The card factory is like the best place for that. It is, it is. Also, did you go to the one in uh, North... The one just around the corner here? The one in... Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... Yeah, so that's how you throw a bougie birthday party on a budget. 
because we didn't. We That's didn't, so good. Because right? the, and the most of that was buying platters of food for everyone. Yeah. And then buying the balloons and decorations what? and stuff. So, so you wouldn't think that venue. Never. Right? right. You'd think that venue would be like thousands of pounds. Really, you guys. So nice. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> I met you. Mind blown. Because I had leaving drinks for um, a place that I used to work at, and I bought some drinks, and there was like a deposit and stuff like that. And it wasn't anything near that. It was a nice like underground bar and stuff like that. It was nice, mm. but comparing the two, I spent exactly the same amount of money, but you got oh. a lot more for what <laughs> I got. Really? So I'm like. Oh. Ah. Wow. Yeah, well, now you know. Yeah, I know. Hotel bars. Yes. Because, like, I remember once for an ex-boyfriend, I threw him a party, he um, got accepted onto this really amazing course and he's really excited. Mm -hmm. So I threw him a, threw him a party um, in, like, Park Lane and Mayfair and this really nice hotel and we had the whole bar and lunch for ourselves because it was empty. And I tell you, it cost me nothing. On top of that, I got 50% of all the food and drinks. So sweet. Mashana, you are amazing. <laughs> this, oh my God. That's Thank it you. from now on. Uh, any excuse to throw a party. <laughs> We're about to do a hotel crawl and be like, every week a party in a different <laughs> hotel. Like, yeah, tr trust me, that is... It does change the game. Yeah. Because hotel bars are always so nice. Mm, they but are. empty. Thank you for that. Now you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's this week's live admin. Like, let, let me know what you think. If you're planning a party, you know, DM us. Like, yeah, can we get an invite? Throw you some suggestions. Can we get an invite? Yeah, can we get an invite? Yeah. We want to be invited. And also, I can help you with some suggestions of locations. Cool to the in other news section in other news. so this one is a bit rando but we'll see where the conversation goes so i wanted to talk about workplace conversations mm -hmm. so the way this came up is when i was preparing this week at work there's a colleague i have that mm. everything is always innuendo mm. And it's getting a bit tedious. Yeah, that's painful. It's getting a bit annoying. It's like, ah, please oh, stop. Gosh, kind do you of thing. feel obliged to laugh as well? I feel obliged to laugh. I'm not oh. offended. That's the thing is. Okay. I'm not offended. That's good. But I'm bored of it. It's like, okay, like everything doesn't have to lead down to that road. It's all right, chill. Yeah, painful. Kind of thing. And I'm like, how do you deal with such things? You can't. If the thing workplace is very touchy because me personally, I feel like you have to do every well with some exceptions, but you have to do everything in your power to make it as calm and free flowing and um, happy as possible because mm. we're there most of our lives, mm. five days out of seven days yeah, of a week. you don't need to ruffle feathers for no reason. Yeah, you just want to be in harmony, get the job done, work as a team, mm. achieve your goals, meet your deadlines, all of that stuff. So obviously everybody has a personality and I think mm. everyone should be allowed to bring their personality to work. I, I don't think you should change who you are when you're at work because you're going to become that person outside of work because you're there so much mm, and you won't true, be happy you true. won't end up happy Ooh, that's a word, yes. so how how do you 
let someone know to chill without being rude or like let's say if the joke happened twice a day that's it that was it that's fine but it's like every conversation ends oh. to that you talk about work and then when you finish and blah 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 and you're like <sighs> oh gosh make it stop. <laughs> yeah yeah no i understand i don't know on the one hand i get what you mean about like you don't want to ruffle feathers and you don't want to upset people but then also i'm like does this person not realize that they're upsetting people the thing is i'm, I'm not upset not. i'm just no but not, not upset like yeah. obviously not like hurt or angry or offended but also a bit like oh go on stop it I think, um, I don't know, I used to be very, like, sweet and obliging, <laughs> so I'd laugh at jokes that weren't funny, mm-hmm. and kind of be like, oh yeah, sure, fine, whereas nowadays, if it's not funny, I'll just, like, not react, i just, like, just <laughs> keep it, like, I won't do anything negative, but I just yeah. won't be like, huh, that's funny, I'll just be like, yeah, I heard you, yeah, and, it, you know, because... Because I think I want to positively reinforce this, mm-hmm. right? There might be someone else in the room who's like, oh my gosh, hilarious, great. They let them laugh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. And if genuinely something is funny, I'll say it. Mm-hmm. But that person has every right to say their jokes. That is their truth. Mm-hmm. That is their reality. Mm-hmm. I have every right to not find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do. I don't have to pretend to save your feelings that I'm feeling something I'm not. So I tend to just keep it just zero and then people might think oh Michelle is a little bit that's the thing that's the office gossip is on the next level as well they'll oh, be like oh Michelle doesn't no no I'm saying in general but yeah. they'll be like oh she doesn't join in with stuff or she doesn't say anything yeah. she doesn't laugh at the jokes and that's another kind of worms and it's like Bruh. yeah I think I've noticed but I'd rather I'd rather um and it really depends on your office environment and what you're trying to achieve with mm-hmm. the people you're with. Right? Yeah. Because sometimes having that really good relationship is, like, so important. Sometimes you just yes. have to laugh at the jokes. So, like, yes. fine. I'm lucky in that, in the position I'm in, the decision makers about my role are in a different office. So mm-hmm. I see them maybe once or twice a week. And it's kind of just more about my output that they see. My personality doesn't go <laughs> into it that much. Yeah. Whereas the people I interact with on a more daily basis, like, yeah, it's good we get on, mm-hmm. but it's not so like, oh, I need to like really um, uh, be super careful about those relationships. Of course I value them. Of course we, we treat each other with respect. Yes. 100%. I don't think yes. there's ever an excuse not to. Yes. And of course, you know, we do have the odd joke or whatever, but I'm also okay with them knowing like, sometimes I'm not going to laugh. And sometimes I'm not going to come to the pub and sometimes I don't want to have lunch with you and sometimes I don't like your music. Like, <laughs> sometimes... And then I'm very okay with them doing the same to me. Like, if I had to say a joke and they would look at me like, that makes no sense, I'd be like, oh, fair enough, wrong audience. Like, mm-hmm. that, but that, that, but it's not... Is it a me. daily occurrence, though? No, you see, I'm not dealing with the kind of daily onslaught of jokes that maybe some other people are getting... <laughs> I think if it was like that, it would be hard. Especially if you know it's coming from an innocent place, right? If someone's just making I, I jokes. think it is coming from an innocent place. But after giving props, though, it is a team full of women and he's the only male, so... Oh, do you think he's nervous? It, it, like it, yeah, nervous it probably it could be, yeah. 
It could be. <laughs> yeah, there, I guess there's different factors to this. You know, like some people are very unhappy and they use humour to hide that unhappiness or that's a form of communication they know or because they get a reaction out of it. They think, oh, that's cool. Let me continue with that because I'm making the team smile or something like that. It's just hard to navigate that. It's not affecting my work or anything like that. I'm just bored. Bout. Yeah. I don't know. That kind of thing. I think it's so hard to do. But I think, like, stick to what's what's genuine. So something's genuinely funny. Mm. Have a genuine reaction. I think for me, when I start to find myself forcing it, Mm -hmm. then that's a problem because it's unsustainable. Maybe the first time I don't notice that, like, oh, I just have to pretend to laugh, but actually, okay. By the hundredth time, I'm like, oh my goodness, it becomes a thing, you know? So, like, um, but then again, I do know that, like, office politics is not straightforward. It's not straightforward at all. Like, there probably needs to be a course. If you've cracked it, then you were a genius. You really are, but. Yeah, I don't think anybody cracks it. No. You just have to feel it, don't you? Yeah, I think work is such a weird thing. It's like all these complete strangers locked into a building. Not locked. Not locked into a building. We are prison. (laughs) In a building working together on things. Like complete strangers, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like... Some people you wouldn't interact with ever unless you were... Actually, I don't know. I'm looking at it more positively. (laughs) I'm like... You would never be put into... Obviously, some people you wish you were never put into the room with them, but you would never interact with some people, and that's interesting. That's very interesting. I guess it is an opportunity to see into a world that's different from the one you have. Yeah. And if you care to know about the world you Mm. have as well, because some people walk in ignorance, Mm. and they're blissfully ignorant. Mm. Yeah, some of the silly workplace conversations I've had to have, oh. especially walking in with new hairstyles. But we won't go into that. But those who understand, you understand. Oh my! Yeah, girl, I understand. Yes, I understand. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, mm-hmm. I think we've come to the end of today's episode. Yes, we have. So testimonies. We're still waiting oh, for them. Yeah, exactly. Guys, send Can us we something. share your good news, please? Please, please allow us to celebrate and glorify God with all He's doing in your life with you. Yeah, for real. For real, for real. Um, well, maybe I have a bit of a testimony then. Okay. To share. Yeah. So, yes, as we've established, it was my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I would say this time last year, when it was my birthday, so I turned 30 this year, woo! And this time last year, I turned 29, oh, life was a madness. Like, I remember praying and being like, God, what is happening? So many things at once were just, like, falling apart. Um, and they proceeded to continue falling apart actually mm-hmm. um, but like now I was mm-hmm. reflecting on this year so like last year my health wasn't great mm-hmm. my career wasn't great my, I'd just broken up with somebody it was a very painful drawn out breakup 
um, I'd like lost a couple of friends. Um, my grandmother was really ill. My parents started getting ill. Like life just was really like a lot of things. Maybe mm. if one of them had happened, I'd have been okay. But mm, all of mm. it was. And I remember just praying like God, I don't even know what to do, especially with my own health. I was like, I'm stuck in this body that's just not working as it should, and it's you know not fun. And I was reflecting on this year, on my birthday, I was praying, I was just thanking God for another year, and I really felt like he was like, you know, well done, like, a lot a lot has been restored, like, my, my body is, like, better than it was Amen. a year ago, Amen. <laughs> um, and a lot of things I was worried and stressed about, in hindsight, I can really see God was moving in those spaces, protecting me from things. Yes. Like you brought healing to different parts of my family. Mm. Um, you brought peace through some really difficult times. Like, it's like, even amongst the storm, he was still sowing seeds and I can see some of the fruit already. So, yeah, I just want to thank God. Lovely. And to anybody who might feel like, oh, man it's all hit the fan it's a mess like god can still move in those spaces give him time mm. give him time mm. yeah. so the positive confession for this week mm-hmm. is father remove the heart of stone and give me a heart of flesh i'm not bound by sin for i am changed in you Say it and believe it because you are not bound by sin. Amen. And also, finally, song recommendation is In Christ Alone. So it's a hymn, I believe, but it's like been modernized. So the version I have is by a group called Newsboys, but I think several people have Mm. sang it. So you can find it on YouTube and whatever version you feel like you like you can listen to it but it's a powerful song mm, it really it's is a, a powerful, powerful song, powerful song. I don't, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so. Amen. be blessed be blessed this has been the humble pie podcast thank you for joining us i have been mush and i've been Teresa. keep in touch and spread the word and be blessed <laughs>